Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Ah, lovely to talk to you. Straight away, I'm drawn to the title of the show. Can you tell us where that all came from? People wipe me. Well, it is because people actually wipe me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I talk about my my messy ways cause people to wipe me. Right. I suppose it has other meanings as well, which you might pick up if, if you came to see it. It can mean loads of different things. Well, we'd like to know what the show is all about now, so what is it all about, please? Well, it's about seafood chowder, woolly jumpers, and the price you pay for being yourself. That's what the marketing blurb is what I use anyway. I suppose, um, you know, I, I rant about seafood chowder and I rant about the lack of woolly jumpers in, in shops because I'm a bit of a contrarian, really. So it's about my life as a contrarian with wonky eyes. And as well as the show goes on, I do talk about the trouble I sometimes get into for, from my runaway tongue and the, you know, explore the impact that it can have when you try to be yourself in a world that's full of hidden little rules, little yeah. trip, invisible tripwires that can trip you up. So it's meant to be entertaining and may possibly make people think, but hopefully... Well, well you made me think by, by what you refer to there, seafood chowder. Why seafood chowder is a matter of interest? Well, I just think people make an awful fuss about it, you know. <laughs> I'm sure you have very fine seafood chowder in Wexford. We have the uh, best the best seafood chowder yeah. in Wexford, yeah. And I'm sure you I'm sure you rhapsodize about it. <laughs> but I kind of um I suppose it's like I just think people make an awful fuss about it and then they have three spoonfuls of it and then declare that they're full and yeah. that they can't eat another thing. Yeah. And that's never happened to me when I've eaten it. So I just yeah. Just kind of having fun with, with that idea about, about foods that people worship that, um, you know, people might have different, you know, it, and if you have a different opinion about it than, than the average, how people might tease you about it. Yeah, the other thing you mentioned was woolly jumpers. I'm actually wearing a woolly jumper. Do you like woolly jumpers? Yeah. But you just can't oh, get them. I love woolly jumpers. Yeah, well, it, it's easier to get them than it used to be. When I was writing the piece, it, it used to be very hard to get them, but, you know, it, it's easier to get them these days. But overall, in women's clothes shops, less likely to get jumpers, you get a thing called a top, you right. know, and there's loads of layers underneath that's hidden, that are hidden, and you're trying to get into it, and it turns into, like, you nearly need a doctorate to get into the top, <laughs> and then somebody tells you you need another top to go underneath it, yeah. so it's all very frustrating, yeah. trying to stop. Yeah, so, yeah. and the woolly jumper solves all these problems, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, it's grand and straightforward, and you just put it on, and <laughs> you have a nice woolly jumper, and I'd say, probably in men's clothes shops, you have your pick of woolly jumpers. But, plenty um, of them, plenty of them. A bit different in ladies' clothes. And, and all the best in the local shops in County Wexford. Get the little plug in there now. Uh, tell oh, us. Oh, yeah. Well, there's loads of woolly jumpers in the women's clothes shops in Wexford, I'm sure. You can go when well, you're in the art centre on Thursday night. So if you, you get down early, you can go visit the shops in Wexford and see can you pick up a woolly jumper. Yeah. yeah. And I took a woolly jumper myself, yeah. Now, you, you, can you tell me a little bit more about the show without giving away too much? Yeah. I suppose it, it really just takes people through my life as a contrarian and how I get into into trouble on an everyday level with with my runaway tongue. So I so they talk about like I say, I imagine myself in, in, in a shop trying to put on these woolly jumpers in a hairdresser having an interesting oh yeah sort of like the, the, the mafia silence of uh, women's hair salons again I must say I'm sure that doesn't happen in Wexford salons but yeah. Um, yeah so I kind of have fun with that idea and then yeah so it's a little bit more serious then I talk about how you can get into trouble sometimes if, if um, your conversational style doesn't match the, the pleasing conversational style that you're supposed to have in social situations yeah. or if you have opinions that are a bit different from the normal um, Wexford is next to Waterford where I am and the Waterford Green Greenway drags hot opinions about the best way to use the Greenway and be considerate of the other of the other people on it. Yeah. But my rant is more about people who come up and tell you how to behave on the water for Greenway. 
Yeah. <laughs> now that creates its own problems. Yeah, now that, that kind of triggers my next question is, can you, can you, your work is about drawing people's attention to the small things in life that add to life yeah. itself. Can you explain that a little bit more to me, please? Yeah, it's, I suppose really the idea that most of our life is made up of small things, you know, not just, not just big things. It's the small kind of moments that determine the quality of your life, the quality of our everyday interactions and the small things that can happen to us that can improve or disimprove our mood and things like that. And small things can be, I suppose, a symbol for, for bigger things. So I suppose in a way, the play is kind of a symbol for how sometimes we expect other people to live by our rules and we punish them when they don't. I don't know if you've had the experience like where you think, I did something wrong, but I don't know exactly what I did. Like, what did I do wrong? And you didn't really. It's just you didn't live by somebody else's rule. And then they yeah. kind of, they can kind of take the legs under you for it. Yeah. And how yeah. it's not always particularly f- fair. Like, you know, that the message is let people be themselves as long as they're not harming you. To ask yeah. yourself, is it your rule that you're expecting them to obey? I see. Now, I read that you believe that telling everyday stories is a powerful way to explore big issues. Can you give me an example of this? Have you just given me an example or have you more? Yeah, I suppose in a way I could say the the woolly jumper, you know, being flippant about the woolly jumpers and the hair salons. It's about the way you're kind of, I could could say it might be about stereotypes of women and one day that women are expected to like certain clothes and clothes shops and expected to enjoy going to the hairdressers, but not every woman fits that mould. And I suppose as well, not being able to see very well how that helps you to break the mould, you know, gives you the freedom sometimes to kind of follow your own path. So there's that kind of, because I don't see very well, so that's why, you know, I I kind of have that element in it as well. All right, uh, look, can we talk a little bit about your own background then and how you got to where you are today, Derva? Well, I'm just pure mad about words and writing and stuff, so I've been kind of doing it all my life in one form or another, um trained as a journalist, did some radio like yourself way back, and um, then I kind of got more into helping other people with their writing, with workshops and one-to-one sessions and things like that, and then of course writing my own stuff. I had a novel a number of years ago called The Pink Cage, and I published short stories as well, and journalism and things like that, and then I moved more towards performance writing because I realised I got a great buzz out of it, awful attention seeker me, so uh, when I went around doing pieces at spoken word events, all the pieces kind of came together to make people like me then. Yeah, and you've just mentioned the fact that you are an author and you perform the spoken word. So where are you happiest then? Um, are you happiest? Are you going to be happiest in the art centre? Are you happiest behind the desk with the book? Where are you happiest? Yeah, at the moment, I think I will be very happy at the art centre. I went down to the So Say So spoken word event last week in the art centre run by Stephen James Smith. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, and so it gave me a taste of the lovely stage that you have and the warm crowd. And yeah, it made me very happy, I have to say, because it feels like your words are reaching people straight away. There's no barrier. You can straight away see the reaction. So it's incredibly gratifying, and it gives you a high greater than any legal or illegal substance. Yeah. I have some press notes which I'll just read to you. The show is called People Wipe Me because people actually wipe Dervil. They wipe her face. However, it is a title with layers added to it. The idea of people trying to wipe you down, wipe you clean, wipe you away because you've chosen not to follow the rules that they hold dear. People Wipe Me gives me people permission to step outside the box, to go against the grain, to laugh a little bit too loudly, to, to slaughter conversational cows. It gives voice to the thoughts that people hold inside themselves that they dare not admit to. If you've always secretly thought that it 
it takes far too long for Irish people to say goodbye or the people make way too much fuss over seafood chowder, this show gives you the freedom to say so. Yeah, the goodbye is the, is an interesting one, isn't it? Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. bye, 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 yeah, and just kind of, well, more goodbye, like goodbye, standing goodbye, half bye. in and half out of a door, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, like, you know, for ages, like, you know, I don't really, it's like, Right, I just say goodbye now and off I go. But no, it's considered rude to do that. And then there's also the thing about, you know, sort of making connections with people's names that Irish people do. Like, you know, that's sometimes the whole conversation. Such and such is connected to such and such from way back. People might be trying to work out now who I am, you know, who do do they know know who might know me. But if if they came along to the show, they might find out. Wish you well with the show is uh, on this coming Thursday in the Arts Centre. What's next for you then? I, I, I get the impression that you, you're very adventurous and there's many things you'd like to do. So what's next for you? Well, there are many things, but for now it'll be two more shows of People White Me uh, in Thurless Source Arts Centre and in Kill uh, Gallagherm Community Theatre in Kill and County Waterford. But uh, I just have two days to go now until my show in, in Wexford. So I hope, I hope to see some of you on, on, on Thursday night. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.